Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Joseph Orr Podcast and the JV Podcast Network. I don't even know how I got out of bed this morning, to be honest with you guys. That episode last night, The Bachelor, Hometowns, took about everything out of me that I had. Watching that exhausted me. Going to four different hometowns, a lot happened last night, a dramatic rose ceremony. We're now down to three. We are now moving in to, it, we're officially on the fantasy suites. After this recap, after you listen to this, we are officially on to fantasy suites. It was just an epic, one of the most dramatic hometown episodes I've ever seen. It was electric and I cannot wait to dive into it on this podcast, on this episode. Before I get to that though, I want to quickly talk about the experience I had with Bachelor Live on stage since it is it's a little different, not a recap, but it's still on the Bachelor subject, so I kind of wanted to talk about it. So if you don't know what Bachelor Live on stage is, they just started it this year. Former Bachelor Ben Higgins and former Bachelorette Becca Kufrin are hosting it. They're going around to like 60-some cities, and the very first city that they went to on this tour was right here in Arizona, in Mesa, Arizona, the beautiful Mesa Art Center in one of the beautiful theaters there. And really, it's a funny story how I kind of got into this. So back in December, either late November or December, my former boss with the Oakland A's, who's been on this podcast before, Joe Pun, got an email from someone that he knows at the Mesa Art Center saying, hey, we got this thing going on. Do you know anyone, you know, anyone that you think might be good for it? Forward it, send it their way. So he texted me one day. I remember I was in the uh, the Memorial Union here at ASU on campus in Qdoba. Just grabbing a quick burrito. And I get a text from Joe. It says, big email coming your way. Check it out. So I went and saw it. And it was the, the same email that he got. So I followed up with that. I applied all that stuff. And then finally, I didn't hear anything back for a while. Then all of a sudden, I'm at this wedding on New Year's Eve over Christmas break, so about a month later that I made the first cut. I'm one of the top candidates, and they want some more pictures. They want me to answer some more questions. I got to sign these papers, fill out these forms. So I did, and then I hear nothing back. I hear nothing back until February 5th or 6th, which was only like a week out from the show, and I got the news that I didn't, I wasn't cast as the main Bachelor, but they're going to do some dress rehearsals and they want me to be the bachelor for the dress rehearsal and they're going to pay me. I'm like, of course, of course I'm going to do this. So I did it. It was such an amazing experience. Ben and Becca were so nice, so helpful, made it so easy on me. Um, and it was just super fun. I had an absolute blast. The people that I met were great. The directors of it, the casting directors, I met all of those people and all of them were so great and uh, so grateful for me coming out and doing that. And I thought, and from everything that they said and how I felt, it went really, really well. And I wasn't at the show, the main show on Thursday, but from everything that I know, it went really well. Ben and Becca, of course, killed it. They did a great job as the host, the MCs. And um, I look forward to following how they do on the rest of this tour because it was really, really fun. It was a great experience, and I suggest you check that out. They're all over social media. Um, I'm sure there'll be different clips and pictures and things like that. So be on the lookout for that. Maybe even maybe you'll even see me. So with all that said, 
let's get down to business. Let's get down to what you what you guys actually want to hear. The most dramatic Bachelor recap, hometowns. All right, here we go. Another most dramatic Bachelor recap. This week, we are talking about hometowns. This episode was crazy. Before I get into it, as always, let me go over last week's power rankings. Remember, I just had two. Not going to do four. There's only four girls left. So my top two, Madison moves into the number one spot. Victoria F is crazy. As everything is with her, she only dropped one spot to number two. She still was in my power rankings. Hometown visits. We start in Knoxville, Tennessee with Hannah Ann. They go axe throwing. Peter hit a bullseye, but we all know if Chase Rice was there, he pissed down his leg and wouldn't even make contact with the board. Um, remember the Hannah Ann letter, the 10 things I love about you, Peter, and why I need to be on this show for my modeling career? Peter keeps it up. He brings out this note. Reasons why I love you, Hannah Ann. Just so sweet. Uh, now it's time to meet the family. They go to the house. Dad... As you would expect, seems very skeptical, is afraid, doesn't want this to be some just flash in the pan thing. And when it's time to talk to dad one-on-one, Peter expresses to him that he is starting to fall for Hannah Ann. And he says, I hear you, but if you're going to tell my daughter, do not break her heart. If you tell my daughter that, if you are going to say those words, you better mean it. You better mean it. Um, And Peter goes on later that night to tell Hannah Ann that he's starting to fall in love with her. So I guess unless Peter's a bad guy, unless Peter's a liar, he means it. So we're going to see where that goes. And that's it, right? Fairy tale story. He's in love with her. They ride off into the sunset. No, we go to Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa to meet Kelsey. They have this great day date. They're at this winery. They're making wine. They're stepping on grapes. You know, the typical date stuff that you see in TV and film, all that stuff. Uh, Kelsey tells Peter that she's falling in love with him, that she's in love with him. And Peter kisses her. He's happy. He's excited by that. He never says that he's in love with Kelsey. He never says that he's starting to fall in love with Kelsey. He just says that he can see a future with Kelsey. Hmm. Now it's time to meet the family. There's good and serious conversations all around going on with Peter. There's conversations with Kelsey and, you know, her sisters and her mom and her stepdad, all that kind of stuff. Um, And mom and stepdad are nervous, skeptical, as you would expect, especially when Kelsey drops the bomb on him that she says that she's beginning to fall in love with Peter. That is a big step and the, the whole process is crazy and that is a huge step in all this. So that's Kelsey's visit. Both visits gone really, really well so far. Now let's go back to the South to Auburn to meet our number one, Madison. They're in the basketball arena. There's a message up on the Jumbotron from Charles Barkley, who's probably the most got to be the most famous Auburn alumni. So cool. He said, Don't break her heart. Don't break her heart, Peter. Personally, I would listen to Charles Barkley. He's awesome. And he could probably do some damage to me. So I'm definitely going to do everything than I could not to break Madison's heart. And, I mean, come on, it's Madison. Um, Then Bruce Pearl comes in, who is the head basketball coach at Auburn. Remember, uh, Madison's dad works underneath her, underneath him at Auburn on the basketball staff. He's Bruce Pearl's right-hand man right there with him all the time. And Madison is a baller, 
It's awesome. It, it was awesome to watch. Uh, now it's time to go home and meet the family. Conversation is had, not with Peter, but this clip that we've seen in the previews uh, the last couple of weeks that Madison has expressed, and we now know, and we've seen the clip in the episode, that she is indeed saving herself for marriage. But remember, don't leave out that detail that I just said. This was not expressed to Peter, and it went great. Everything went really, really well, but she never told Peter. And now, I promise I won't cry. I promise I won't make this a big deal. We go to Virginia Beach to meet and see Victoria F. Things got off to a great start. They went to this place called Old Time Photos. They're in ridiculous outfits, taking ridiculous pictures, and it's sweet. It's going great. I'm loving it. Day is off to a great start. And now they're at this place uh, that Victoria F. really likes, she said, called The Shack on 8th. Hunter, Hunter Hayes is performing. No known previous relationship to Victoria F. According to my sources, per my sources, Chad Hayes and Victoria F. have not done the dirty, not like a Chase Rice situation here. Um, so he's singing, they're dancing, they're just having the best time. Then, this Marissa girl, who, who it sounds like used to date Peter, dated Peter at one point, like back in, he said, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you. It was like either 2012 or 2013. Um, and she kept, and she catches them off guard. Like, Hey, you know, I'm, uh, Peter, I, I know Victoria F. We used to be friends. And from what it sounds like is she can be a bit of a homewrecker, a bit of a cancer, if you will, to relationships, Victoria F and relationships just isn't good. It's just, she, she's like, Peter, I know that you're, you know, I, I, I just really want to tell you this. You're a good guy. I have to let you know about Victoria F. I know her. I know we have, you know, mutual friends, just not good. Just be careful. So she drops this bomb on Peter. So all of a sudden this great day, everything's going well. And now Peter's super rattled and rightfully so. Um, nevertheless, Victoria F is falling for Peter. She expresses that. And Peter's just rattled. Peter is just rattled. So Peter, before he goes in to meet his family, meet her family, he asks her about it. Victoria F. denies it. She's deflecting. She's very upset. She's like, I'm just so disgusted right now. Now she's crying and she's pissed at Peter. She's giving him, uh, you know, some, some major attitude and totally just flipping everything on him trying to make it look like his fault, like, oh my God, I can't believe you're even asking me this, just sort of attacking Peter. And Peter's trying to be mature and talk all this out. And she's like, I am just, I am just so done with this conversation. I am just done with this conversation. And she's like, I just, it's like, I just can't catch a break. And she's just having, you know, a bit of a meltdown here. And now Peter is justifying everything like, no, it's okay. And, and fighting for Victoria F. I swear Victoria F. is an evil genius. She, she is. She's incredible. It's, it's, she is incredible to watch in action. I, I can't believe it. But Peter, I mean, really does care for her. He really does. And she's bratty and being ungrateful. But at the end of this, Victoria F., I'm like, she's still in it. Peter and... All this happens. Peter leaves without even meeting her family. And I'm like, you know what? I'm still not going to count her out. 
I still love her to go to fantasy suites. Let's see what happens. Peter's conflicted. He's obviously, he still has something left for Victoria F. He ex expresses that. She shows up to his place so they can talk. They express that the feelings are there, but they're really struggling with communication. That has always been their thing. There's always been that strong connection, that strong bond. But the thing that is missing is communication. And that's obviously key to any sort of friendship, relationship, communication. Almost could be number one, if not number one. Peter doesn't have 100% confidence, and rightfully so. It's like 99.1, 99.9%. And that little percentage point left is that doubt. He doesn't have the full 100% confidence. And as she leaves, he's like, she's like, here, have this. It's the picture. It's them kissing at the old-time photos. A nice little memento there. And it was really sweet. It really was. And, wow, I could just really feel the tension between them. I could really feel the tension like, wow, we really care for each other. We may be falling for each other, but something is just a little off. Like I wish we could just fix this. It seems like an easy fix, but it's not. I just wanted him to grab her and be like, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Um, nevertheless, it's rose ceremony time. Four girls, three roses. Be a great, just a great title for an adult film, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just, I'm talking out loud here. I'm just brainstorming. Um, so Hannah Ann, Madison, Kelsey, Victoria F., those are your four girls, three roses. The first rose goes to Hannah Ann. Not a big surprise. The second rose, not a big surprise at all, goes to Madison. One rose left, Kelsey, Victoria F., who will the final rose go to? Victoria F. gets the final rose. I wasn't that surprised. Remember, he didn't tell Kelsey he was falling in love with her. He didn't say that he was in love with her, that just he could see a future with her. He wasn't quite there. That connection with Victoria F. is still strong enough. Will it hold up past the fantasy suites? I don't know. We would like to thank, Victor we would like to thank Kelsey, though, for her participation in this year's Bachelor. Well done, Kelsey. You came around. I think you won over some hearts out there in America. You won over mine there. But Victoria F., she may just mess around and win this whole thing and take the final rose. I'm so looking forward to Fantasy Suites. So thank you, as always, so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys after Fantasy Suites.